three, two, one. You are now listening to the Shalena Fultz Talk Show, where I share stories of women who have overcome opposition and evolved into amazing entrepreneurs and powerful leaders. As a former event planner of 10 years, I am now infusing events with my exciting energy as an MC and host. Motherhood also compelled me to build a home-based business. I am the founder and owner of HBCU Legacy Fashion a kids' boutique that builds awareness around HBCUs while giving back through scholarships. You can learn more at hbculegacyfashion.com. Now that we're acquainted, let's get into the show. Three, two, one. Here we go. Okay, so today I'm talking to another one of my Aggie sisters. Her name is Kendra Barnes, and you may have heard of her. She's a real estate investor, and she has this company called The Key Resource. Now, the cool thing and the awesome thing about Kendra is that she retired from her government job when she was just 32 years old. Yes, retired. And now she's making passive income with real estate investing. And this episode is pretty cool because you're going to learn a few things about real estate investing and how you can also retire at an early age. So help me welcome to the show, Kendra Barnes. Kendra, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here today. Yes, thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited to talk to one of my fellow Aggie sisters about how to retire at age 32 like you did. Now I'm already past (laughs) that age. But there may be someone listening who wants all of the deets about how you did it. So let's start with uh, a question I ask all my guests. And that is, what did eight-year-old Kendra want to be when she grew up? Um, I think some kind of entrepreneur, honestly. Like I was always selling stuff, like trying to buy stuff and resell it to my family. So definitely an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. I love to know because some so many different people have different paths. Some people are like, no, I just wanted to be in corporate America all my life and have a good job there. And some people are like, yeah. I somehow stumbled into entrepreneurship, but you've always had it in you. You've always wanted to do it. So that's pretty cool. Um, then you went off to college and what did you study at a and I studied agricultural economics, which is like so random, <laughs> but it's like true to the A in A&T, right? Um, right. Yeah, it was random. <laughs> So, okay, then you started working in the government mm-hmm. and by age 32, you retired. Yeah. Your real estate journey. I, you may have started that prior to, obviously you had to have started it pro- prior to retiring, but yeah. let's take us on that that journey. Yeah, so it's crazy because a is like the only school I applied to. I had done a summer internship as like a, I think a junior in high school or a sophomore in high school at A&T with um, NASA and I was like I have to go here like I'm not even applying anywhere else like why would I even want to go anywhere else so applied got in and I got a full ride scholarship but one of the stipulations of the scholarship was you had to major in something agricultural because they were trying to get more um, black people in agricultural related sciences so I wasn't particularly interested in it It was like a full ride to go to a school I wanted to go to I was like 17 I'm like all right sign me up Um, and I was like going along that trajectory that everybody I feel like tells you you're supposed to do you're supposed to go to college get a good job especially if it's a government job then you're real fancy right (laughs) and you're just supposed to work your whole life and then retire I didn't know 
any other way to do it. And so I was just doing that. I went to A&T, then I went to grad school, then I moved to DC to start working my good government job. And I didn't like it. Like I, I never liked my job. I was good at it. I could do it, but I was like, this is life. Like this is what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life. And I didn't really see any other way out until I got introduced to real estate investing. And that's where it just all changed. So how'd you get introduced to it? So um, my husband and I have played this game called cash flow. And it's like, have you played it before? No. It's like Monopoly, but it's like, it mimics life a lot, uh, a, a lot more closely. Like you have kids, you have student loans, you're like working, your tire could go flat. You have all these random expenses and you're just going around this like hamster wheel and you're in this rat race. You're just working, paying bills, working, paying bills, and you're not living your dream life. So the only way to get to your dream life is if you create passive income for yourself. So that could be with businesses, stocks, real estate investing, that passive income that's making you money while you sleep gets you to your freedom. So you're now financially free. You're not just like going around that hamster wheel. Your money's making money for you and it's funding your life. And so in the game, we realized that you literally could not win without real estate. Like you could make money in other things, but to win that particular game, you had to own property. And that first property you bought led to you being able to buy bigger properties. And the more property you bought, the more money you made. It was like, wait a minute, we should be doing this in real life. And it never dawned on us because like I said, we're fed that narrative, go to school, get a good job, work until you're like 70. And then that's when life really starts. That's when you can just lay your hair down and do what you want to do. Um, but in that, in that moment, we're like, we should probably be owning real estate because you're making money while you sleep. And that's the way to freedom. You know what I just thought about? I just remembered um, when I was doing wedding planning, you were like in the wedding industry too. You had like a wedding shop. <laughs> I remember that. Wait now. Okay. Girl. So that had to be before the real estate, right? Yes kind of simultaneously but before so I was always trying to make money on the side like I was I was always trying to like have a business and I had a successful like wedding industry business um I ended up selling it but I was trying to get by like vending machines I'm like man how can I but it was always me exchanging time for money it was always something that required my time but real estate was that like that ultimate life hack because I didn't have to be there to make money right and so that's where it changed yeah but I was <laughs> I've done a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, I remember the socks. And then like I had the journals and I was giving them to my some of my clients. Yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. Oh, wow. yeah. You I mean, dang, like you've definitely grown to you too. I've seen your different businesses. <laughs> you too. You had some some really cool businesses along the way too. Yeah. So okay. So then one day you walk out of your job and you never turn back like how did you get how did you know that it was time for you to retire when you were on mm -hmm. yeah I was always ready like as soon as we started making enough money from real estate to surpass our government salaries I told my husband I'm like let's go now he's like we can't go that quick he's like let's make sure that this is actually sustainable he's very patient he's a numbers person I'm like let's go I think like the day I saw that the the amount we were making per month with our real estate was higher than the amount we were making with the government job I'm like I'm ready to go. And he's like, no. So it wasn't really overnight. I mean, we waited three years after we were making that, that 
amount per month to, to actually leave. Because with real estate investing, I mean, you have expenses, there are ups and downs. You might have tenants that don't pay. You might have repairs you have to make. And so you really got to make sure you can weather those storms. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't overnight. We just ended up setting like this goal, like how much money do we need to make per month to sustain our lifestyle? And then once we hit that and made sure it was sustainable, that's when we actually left. That's awesome. So you, so you did follow through. You're like, okay, honey, I will wait for three years. <laughs> so, okay. Now you waited and now you're like running the successful business. I know you, I, I saw where you mentioned before that you got your real estate license, but you don't need a real estate license to be an investor. You got it because you wanted to be able to help others. And mm -hmm. I believe you were referring to the key resource. Right. Yeah. So tell, tell uh, me about the key resource. Yeah, it's crazy because as we were buying rental properties, like I would, I think I posted on Facebook one day, just, I didn't have a business at the time. I just posted to my Facebook friends, like, Hey, we just bought this four unit apartment building in DC. And I started getting all these comments and DMS and people were like, how did y'all get the money to do this? And one person commented, like, did you rob a bank? Like, how can you, you know, joking. And I'm yeah. like, now y'all know I would never last a day in jail. So, you know, I didn't rob no bank. Cause I <laughs> um, and, and I realized there was this gap in information, like people that looked like me who were young and black, really, there was a disconnect. We didn't, we didn't realize that one, we were worthy of wealth. Like, yes, you can be young and black and own real estate. Yes, you can be young and black and own multiple properties, but also like, how do you do it? Like, how do you go from someone who didn't always have the best spending habits? I mean, an A&T, I was out there with the credit cards. I was living above my means. It, it was nuts. I didn't have any concept of how those decisions would follow me in the future. Um, so didn't always have the best spending habits, didn't come from a wealthy family. And it's like, well, how do you get to that point? And so that's why I started the key resource because I was like, okay, one, representation is so powerful. Just by people seeing me, I don't have to teach them a thing, but I'm empowering people to, to also follow my footsteps. But then while they're following my footsteps, they're learning from my mistakes. There's no reason that anybody who comes across me and my story should make the same mistakes I did because I made some expensive, some expensive mistakes. And so I started key resource to basically be what I needed um, when I started because I didn't have anybody to show me the way. My husband and I were out there just kind of fumbling along like, figuring it out and so I'm really excited to be able to teach people empower and inspire people through my platform that's awesome so what would be some of like I don't know maybe your top three mistakes that you would tell a new uh, real estate investor not to make that is really good um so I think the top one is like not starting with any financial goal in mind like don't go and invest in real estate just because you heard me on here, right? Like make sure it fits into what you want to do and what's your specific goal. Are you trying to retire? Are you trying to um, pay off your student loans? Are you trying to retire your parents? Are you trying to leave an inheritance for your family? Like once you start with those specific goals in mind, you can easily work backwards from there. Um, the other thing I would say is like, don't get in, into analysis paralysis. So when I started, like I said, there were no podcasts out there. Like, it wasn't as easy to find information, which also made it easier for me to take the leap because it was like, I don't know, I'm just going to get out here. Now, with social media, I think it's so easy to get into the analysis paralysis because there's so much information to consume, which is good. So you got to educate yourself, but also, like, bet on yourself and take that leap once you've 
you know, done the research you need to do. Um, and then the other thing is while you're educating yourself and while you're consuming information, like don't get in that comparison game either. And I do it too. I'm looking at social media and I'm sure people look at me and be like, oh, she retired at 32, I'm 35 or whatever, and I haven't retired yet. That's okay. Um, getting in that comparison game is so dangerous because I do it. I'm like looking at social media. I'm like, oh man, that couple just bought two properties this month. I haven't purchased a property in, you know, several months. And it's like, you know, feeling like you're not enough, feeling like you're too late. And my, um, you know, my inspiration to you guys is that it's not too late to start. Like literally you can get started with what you have today, right now. And I've he heard that a lot about uh, real estate investing, that you don't have to have money, you don't have to have good credit. How true is that? That's true. So with real estate investing, I love it because there's so many ways to get into it. Like you can be a landlord like me. So we we buy rental properties and rent them out, right? Like that's called buy and hold investing. But you can flip properties like you see on HGTV. You can um, do what's called wholesaling, which is a, a, it's a form of real estate investing um, that doesn't require any money. You don't have to have good credit. But when you get into those kinds of real estate investing that don't require a lot of money or any money at all, you're going to need lots of time, a lot of time, a lot of dedication, a lot of um, grind, really. And so you got to really figure out, like, how much time do I have? How much money do I have? How much knowledge do I have? Um, one of my good friends always says to invest in real estate, you need time, knowledge and money but you personally don't have to have all three. So like, let's say for instance, you have the money, Shalana, but you like, girl, I don't have time. Like I wanna invest in real estate, but I legit don't have time. You can partner with somebody who has the um, knowledge and the, uh, the, the, the knowledge and the time, right? You have the money, I might have the knowledge and time, we partner together and boom. So it's really finding that sweet spot of like how involved you wanna be, how much money you got and what, where is that gonna get you, uh, get you? Yeah, that's good because there are uh, moms who are gonna be listening to this who are listening to this and maybe they're like, okay, well, how am I supposed to, like, I would love to do this because I want to like leave something to my family, but the time mm -hmm. is too hard for them. So that's a yep. good advice. Um, well, I want to go ahead and wrap it up. I want you to let us know exactly how um, everyone can get in touch with you. If they want to join the key resource, how can they do that? Awesome. So you guys can find me on Instagram at the key resource. And if you heard me here on this episode, you can just DM me and let me know if you have any questions. Um, once you get me on Instagram at the key resource, my website is there. Click the link in my bio. Everything you need is right there. I would love to chat with you guys for all the Aggies listening, Aggie pride. And Shalane, it was really good. So I don't think, I don't think we've actually like talked since um, school, like, you know, on social media, but like, it's really good to um, chat with you and, and um, see your success and everything. And thanks for inviting me on your platform. I appreciate that. This being your success as well. But, you know, I do want you to leave us with your favorite quote or your life motto. Yes, my life motto is you are worthy of wealth. It's something I remind myself every day. And I think it's something that we don't, learn soon enough in the black community so you are worthy of wealth and you can build it from the ground up i love it you are worthy of wealth thank you again kendra i will be catching you on the key resource i'm also in your facebook group so i'll be checking okay, it out good. <laughs> so thanks so much <laughs> thank you if you enjoyed this episode as much as i did take a screenshot tag shalana folks on instagram and let me know what your favorite part was
and never forget, you're doing your best and your best is good enough. I'll see you next week, same time, same place.